You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. All right, what is up, all of our Liberty loving friends? This is the Good Morning Liberty podcast live at Freedom Fest in South Dakota. And today I've got a very special guest. It is Sheriff Mack from the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Sheriff, how are you doing? <laughs> doing great. What a great place uh, to do interviews and to spread the gospel of constitutional restoration. That, that is, you know, it, is, it does feel good to be in a room with some like-minded people. Not that you should always just be around like-minded people all the time, but it right. does feel good. It makes you remember that you're not, a, you're not alone in all the things that you believe. Because when you're on social right. media, when you're, when you're looking out in the world and watching the news, you feel like maybe no one's making any headway on anything. Right. But what you guys are doing is, uh, this is the first time I'd ever even known about this. And I consider myself someone who knew a lot about the Constitution and who knew, knew a lot about the civics, and I did not realize uh, the, say, power over the federal government even that the that, that sheriffs have, yeah. that they can do. Can you tell everyone about what the organization does? Well, it really was born out of um, my lawsuit against the Clinton administration back in 1994. I became the first sheriff in American history to start a lawsuit against the uh, federal government, take it all the way to the United States Supreme Court and win. And this little booklet here is a uh, highlighted version of that case. Okay. And it, it's it's the second most powerful booklet that you can have in your possession. Is the, the other one the uh... pocket constitution? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and but this is such a powerful case, and it was such a miracle. I mean, some small town sheriff in southeast Arizona takes on the Goliath federal Clinton administration, takes it all the way to the Supreme Court, and wins. And and Justice Scalia wrote the decision, and it is so powerful. That that yeah. that's that would be amazing. Could you tell everyone just a, a, a just brief overview of what that case was about? Yeah, uh, in the promulgation of the Brady Bill, it it included a phrase that if we the sheriffs refused to enforce this federal statute for them, that we would be subject to arrest. Oh, okay. That's what we all said. What? Uh, <laughs> wow. I, I don't think we work for you, and you can't tell me what to do. And that's the reason I sued. Um, yes, it was gun control, and, but I, I thought w we could have just gone around it and said no. But when they said threatened to arrest us for failure to comply, that's when I said I'm suing. And what I'm shocked about is that there was only seven sheriffs out of 3,080 that did the lawsuit. Really? Seven. 
Were they yeah. just fearful of the repercussions if they if they joined in? Just or go just, along to get along. Just gotcha. go along. You know, all the sheriffs in Arizona were really pissed off at mm-hmm. it. They were cussing up a storm. You never, I mean, you never heard such cussing and cursing and profanity in your life. <laughs> uh, but then at the end of the day, they said, okay, what do you guys want to do? And over half of them said, and there's only 15 counties in Arizona, so it's key, easy to keep track of that. Over half of them said, you can't fight City Hall. Can't fight. I said, who wants you to believe that? City Hall wants you to believe that you can't do it. So uh, at the end of the day, I told them all. I was the youngest sheriff in the state, so they're all looking at me. Yeah, like, sure, rookie, you know, what do you know? You know, and I said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm not going to do it. And they all just ignored me, you know. But anyway, by the time I got home, I said, yes, I'm, I, I, it, it hit me. I mean, it really hit me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sue my own government. And if anybody thinks I'm going, oh, yay, I get to sue the Clinton administration. Wonderful. That no, Nobody ever gets any trouble or what that crossed the Clintons. So my, my biggest joke <laughs> on that is is uh, I sued the Clintons, I won, and I lived to tell about it. <laughs> that is a, yeah. That's an impressive feat right that's there. That's a miracle. That another re- miracle. That really is a miracle. <laughs> uh, so when I, was, when I was in school, here's what I was told. The federal government was the supreme law of the land that they, through the Supremacy Clause, of course, that anything that they did, that anything that they decided, that that was the the golden rule, it was etched in stone, that was it. It's over. That's not quite true, is it? It's absolutely false. And the Supremacy Clause uh, says a big if in it, and that the federal government is supreme if they follow the Constitution. Uh, and so it has to be in pursuance thereof. Mm-hmm. That's the exact actual wording. And so uh, the federal government has very little supremacy because they haven't followed the Constitution in decades. And, and so they think and they want everybody to believe what you alluded to is true. So all of this wonderful lawsuit uh, that uh, dispels that myth. In fact, it says uh, on page five, we have held, however that state legislatures are not subject to federal direction. And then it actually attacks uh, COVID-19 mandates. I'll quote again. (laughs) But the Constitution protects us from our own best intentions. Isn't that great? That's pretty big. Yeah. That's pretty big. And then it says it protects you from the crisis of the day. The crisis of the day that government manufactures and then brings us this wonderful solution of tyranny and totalitarianism and communism. And they, they can do anything they want as long as they can claim it's for our own good health. You know, I read in New York there was a sheriff that was refusing to enforce some of these laws. And I believe it was Andrew Cuomo who called him a dictator yeah, for not enforcing did. the yeah. laws. Yeah. How, now, yeah. Let, try to run I, t- this I down. talked to that sheriff. I can't okay. remember his last name. It was an Italian I, I, last name. I, 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 yeah, I don't remember and, the name, but I remember. Oh, I wish think, I could. I was trying to figure out the logic of you creating the, this decree, and you just decided, not through any law, but uh, just to, because you decided. So if you don't go along a, with the tyrant, yeah. then you're and, a dictator. And you're a dictator yeah. <laughs> for not enforcing what someone decided to yeah. use as control uh, over you. So that's what the CSPOA is all about. We will stop the tyranny. We will stop federal incursions. And in fact, my case was all about uh, federal overreach. And it also applies to state overreach. And when, when Scalia did this, he did something totally amazing. He didn't follow political dogma or agendas. 
He enforced the Constitution in a historical perspective. So he quoted the Founding Fathers. He quoted the Federalist Papers. He quoted Federalist 51, and it says in that, the different governments will control each other. The different governments will control each other. I mean, that's such an astonishing principle. And so, of course, the CSPOA was formed out of those principles 10 years ago. And now we have sheriffs all over the country that are seriously keeping their oath of office and defending their citizens against the incursions and overreach of the federal government and state government, too, because they went along with the stupid COVID-19 stuff. And I'm so proud of these sheriffs, the one in New York that did what he did, and hundreds across the country that refused to arrest people for not wearing a diaper on their face. <laughs> the government-mandated diaper on your face. And so, so, and believe me, that's a big stinky mess, mm-hmm, like most mm-hmm. diapers are. Yeah, they, they but, always are. Yeah, but, but God bless these good sheriffs that have now made what I've been trying to do for the last 10 years a reality. And today at the conference, I speak at two, and then at three, we're having five of the best sheriffs in America on a panel discussion to discuss all these issues. And what they're going to do is be showing every American that you should become part of the CSPOA. It is a peaceful and effective solution to take back our liberty. Now, the one the last thing I wanted to ask was, uh, are they worried, are the sheriffs ever worried about repercussions? Are they worried about losing their jobs? Are they, what would you say to a lot of people who are, uh, are constitutional, but they just, they don't want to lose their job? They, they, because maybe the next guy would be even, even worse, you know? The, maybe they're worried about that. What do you say to them? Are there protections for them uh, when, when they defend the Constitution? Are they protected? No. No. They're not. Okay. Uh, and But I will tell you that 100% of the time that sheriffs have stood up to the federal government, we have won. That's great. That's great okay? news. But I can't guarantee you re-election. I, I lost my third election pursuant to this lawsuit. One, I didn't win. I lost the election. Then I won the big victory 10 months later at the U.S. Supreme Court. Yeah. The decision came out 10 months later. You know what? I thought it was one of the worst days of my life. It was one of the best. Since then, I've traveled to all 50 states. I've done seminars in 47 of the 50 states. I've written eight books. And I just absolutely love what I'm doing and and the response from the sheriffs in this nation. Well, where can people go to learn more about this? Where can they go to to get involved if there's a sheriff listening or anyone else? Well, first of all, we want each citizen to become a member of this. We want each citizen to have a relationship with their sheriff. And you can get all the information to do it at CSPOA.org. Yes, all of you can join. CSPOA.org. You are the ones that keep us financially moving. Sheriff Mack, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, my friend.